0: Everybody ready? Monday, Monday.
1: Just another manic Monday.
0: Let's get rolling.
1: This is the big show on 975-1280 the zone in the Zone Sports Network.
2: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone. Let's get out to the Sprint Special Guest Line. Joining us now, the General Manager for the Utah Jazz, Justin Zanic. What's going on, Justin? How are you?
3: Hey, Jake. How are you? Good to be with you guys.
2: Hey, we are. We're doing terrific. We're excited to have you on and uh, just kind of talk about how this summer has been for you. Of course, the promotion and then what uh, what's happened with the roster. It's had to be very exciting.
3: It's been eventful and exciting. I agree. Um, a lot of things going on here. The, the Millers have been so supportive for all of us in jazz basketball on the business side and the basketball side to give us every resource to go out and try to make, given the opportunities available, the best competitive team out there for our, our great fans as well, for them to enjoy and while it's hard to make assumptions about uh, the NBA, as you guys know, it changes on a daily basis. We feel that Um, We're excited about the off-season changes and the players that have joined our team. Um, So an eventful summer. uh, We've got some more events going on with uh, some of our players participating in the World Cup, which we're excited for them and their opportunities to compete against some of the best players in the world and represent their countries. Uh, Donovan started practice today uh, with Team USA. And uh, so far, so good. Dennis Lindsey and some of our coaches and health performance guys are down in vegas i'm back here in the office here in salt lake and uh we'll see how this goes but uh we're excited for these guys
0: do you do you feel 100 percent comfortable having your star players involved in that kind of process justin or do you get a little nervous
3: uh we support them gordon um it's an it's a great opportunity for them and as i said they get to represent their countries which is a great source of pride for them and and it is for us as in the jazz organization um we also know that our players especially in the nba but with the culture that the quinn and the millers have created that our guys are in shape and prepare they'll be ready um they'll be ready for the start of the regular season and coming home after the world cup hopefully they advance far and play well with joe in australia and rudy in france and Donovan in, with Team USA and then they'll come back and be ready once the regular season begins. They'll be be back a couple weeks before training camp.
2: Is it something, speaking of Donovan Mitchell, Justin, you know, being down there in Vegas in the camp competing against those players, playing for those coaches, is this is something that he really can parlay into improvement for the upcoming season?
3: Certainly when you have a guy like Donovan who is competitive Uh, humble and very curious about how to be better. There are no better opportunities than to compete against some of the best players in the world and and have great coaching uh, with the Team USA program. And to just be in that experience for, you know, what could be, you know, a good month, month plus around those guys every day, um, you're always learning. And and I'm, I, I know Donovan will, use every opportunity to soak up as much as he can and anytime he can pick up tips that, that's a benefit for us too as well when we start the regular season
0: <laughs> Justin I've interviewed uh, the fellas in the front office with the Jazz long enough to know that you do things in a collective manner but the fact yes, that, you, that you were promoted the way you were uh, right before everything got kind of uh, what's the word Jake aggressive uh, as far as the Jazz making moves and whatnot? Is, was, are those two things connected?
3: Look, I, I'm, I, what I'll say is that we, you know, as you know, Gordon, with your deep experience with, with our group, that we do everything collectively. We continue to do that. Um, I'll just say that uh, the Millers being very generous to me and my family and giving me an opportunity to stay and uh, continue to have a voice here. Um, was an unbelievable opportunity, something that I uh, am honored and humbled to have, as well as my family. We've fallen in love with the state of Utah and the city of Salt Lake, and uh, we've become Mountain West people, even though we've been raised in the Midwest. So that opportunity to continue to lend up my voice to our very talented group in the front office and the coaching staff and obviously ownership and Steve Stark's leadership, um, I'll, I'll, I'll default to that, Gordon, where uh, while I, I get to do a few more things, um, get to talk to you guys, I'm honored and humbled, and I don't know if you can see the tongue sticking out of my cheek right now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, can't, happy, can't. To, uh, <laughs> happy to uh, be with you guys and continue to be here in Utah for a while. So.
2: Justin Zanick with us, general manager of the Utah Jazz. Uh, Justin, I want to talk to you a little bit about Mike Conley. Uh, Gordon and I had the chance to to have one-on-ones. Uh, it was great with, uh, with Moutier and Ed Davis and, and Jeff Green, and all those guys mentioned Mike as a big part of the reason that they wanted to play for the Utah Jazz. It seems like his acquisition is already having a, a big impact.
3: I think so. Um, as you get to know Mike, he uh – he has what we call jazz DNA. He's an unbelievable person, first and foremost, um, a professional that has uh, come from a very good defensive program and, and uh, has been raised in the NBA in the right way and taken advantage of it, and his ability to connect with teammates, with uh, colleagues around the NBA, it, it, it really seemed the, the comments from Ed and Jeff and Emmanuel and, and really across the NBA of how many guys have enjoyed playing and interacting with Mike. And, yes, I think that's that's paid dividends along with um, what we've been trying to build here.
0: I'll tell you, Justin, a lot of times you hear various organizations give lip service to that kind of thing. But when we interviewed each one of these new members of the team, we thought exactly that that they really do fit what what you guys are practicing, what you preach here.
3: We try, and again, you know, um, it starts with the Millers. It starts with our fan base, where we have great resources to really be stewards for the organization and the state. So we try to practice what we preach and live it every day. And in the NBA, Gordon, as you know, players talk. Players know – what coaches are doing around the league, what facilities are like, how, how players are treated by organizations, um, regardless of market size. And, uh, you know, this was the right time for us. Uh, opportunities came up for our ability to acquire some players, either via trade or draft or free agency. And, and we put this group together and we'll see what we do here in about a month and a half.
0: Can I follow that up, Justin? As you had all these moving parts happening, how close did you come to other deals that didn't come to fruition, and how fluid
3: was it? I think that comes with preparation, Gordon. I know you've heard Dennis talk about it a lot. Um, We try to operate on not only one, two, three, four, and five-year plans, but there are monthly plans, there are daily plans, and there are options outside of that. So rather than you always have plan A, B, C, and D, but you may be operating on two or three different levels uh, continuously on parallel tracks so that it gives you a, the ability to be prepared for any scenario that you can't predict. And I think if someone just followed NBA Twitter or NBA development, starting with uh, the moratorium starting June 30th, or frankly, even during the finals, um, with how, how those, those things transpired. And then in, in the very beginning of free agency, something was coming almost every hour, and we had to be prepared if we were going to be a player in free agency to have those plans set and just not have to think about it, that we have our boards and, and go after it and see if we can convert it.
2: Justin, can you talk about the the recruitment? I guess, uh, for lack of a better term, of Bojan Bogdanovic. I was I was really impressed to uh, to hear him talk about uh, how excited he was for his role on the team, and he felt like uh, there was a need for him here. And it seemed uh, to me like that that was the reason he came. What was the the sales pitch for him? And, and talk about his the process of landing him.
3: Well, I think. You know, a lot of those things can come together quickly and free you to see there's so many decisions that players have to make on a, on a quick basis. But again, players do their homework as well. Um, I think if you take a step back and, and look at the Jazz organization, the state of Utah, our fans, uh, our ownership support, um, the style of play in which we play, uh, it was simply a matter of, I think he... He knew from ten thousand feet what he thought he was, and then I think his conversations with Coach Snyder and um, talking with other players, as I said, players talk uh, throughout the year about the type of organization that the Millers have allowed us to create. Um, I think those are easy things, and he he sees that you know we're in the top five every year, and open shots created, and our need for offense and spacing and to play off other very good players and, uh, you know, a great defensive anchor in Rudy. Frankly, I think it's an easy sell, um, and Boyan is a, an intelligent, hardworking player who's really come along. Uh, I think he's just entering his prime, and having that opportunity for him to want to come here to Utah uh, and, and the city of Salt Lake, uh, we're excited about it. We couldn't be happier to have him.
0: So you bring in these guys, so the questions then become, Justin, how will Mike Conley's presence help the other guys? How will Donovan Mitchell be a better player because Mike Conley is there or because Bogdanovich is there or because Jeff Green is available? I know you've thought through every scenario here, but will the will this sort of – will the – the sum of the parts be greater than the whole, or the whole of the parts be greater than the sum, or whatever it was Aristotle said back in the day.
3: <laughs> I understand the mixed metaphor, yeah. whichever one is is correct, Gordon. Um, I would look at it like this. You know, we had a lot of change uh, in, pre- in the last two or three years. We've had some pretty good continuity on the court uh, with players returning. Any time that you have... Uh, a new group of players coming together and, and a large group of players that are going to be very impactful for our season this year. I think that these players coming in have great experience and care about each other and care about the group. So while it'll take some time to gel, I think that experience that this group is bringing, even though they haven't had experience here, will help ease that transition. Our goal is simply, Mike said it, Coach Snyder said it, Dennis has said it, our goal is going to be just to get better every day. And if we you know, maintain a, an identity of what we always have been, which is defensive-minded, unselfish, I think the character of our players will allow us to connect quickly, and hopefully that will show up quicker rather than later on the court.
2: Justin Zanuck with us, general manager for the Utah Jazz. And uh, forgive uh, this question because this is a a personal curiosity question, Justin, but you used to be an agent, used to be on on that side of things. Do you think having that experience as an agent benefits you now that you're a general manager?
3: I think any of the experiences being in the NBA uh, can help, and I've certainly had a long list of mentors, whether it's, you know, the agents that I I grew up working with or working on my own or Kevin O'Connor or Dennis Lindsay, all of those experiences have helped. But I did, you know, I was an agent for 15 years and understanding the mindset of players uh, and, and people and also the agent business. I do respect it and understand the jobs that they have to do. So hopefully I've been able to bring a little, um, empathy towards that that group whether whatever situation whether it's you know directly related to jazz business or just contacts throughout the league that can help the jazz organization understand markets and understand um, where players minds could be at so any of that experience has been great certainly you know the five years that i've been here uh, in utah been exponential for my growth as a as an executive simply because of having Dennis and the Millers and Steve Starks here as well. But anything that I can add, I'm happy to help.
0: Justin, uh, people are uh, some folks are curious to know how, what you think of Emmanuel Moutier. He's a young player still. Uh, some people say he hasn't fulfilled his potential yet, and the Jazz are really great at developing players. What did you see in him that you think could translate onto the floor? I think it
3: in theory, Gordon, what it is is that we had an opportunity for a player uh, to come in here and, and when you have um, primary players like Mike Conley and Boyan Bogdanovich and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and Joe Ingles and you know none of those in a particular order, but when you're building a team with those salary, you also want to take opportunities to see if there's players where their careers uh, may have an opportunity to grow out here with our coaching staff who are master teachers, our health performance group that have uh, demonstrated, uh, been able to really help players make strides with their bodies, their endurance, uh, their flexibility. So it's really a marriage of where Emmanuel's career was at and the opportunities that he was looking for in his in his own career as as you heard in in his media availability an opportunity to be with a playoff competitive team and and the reputation that coach Snyder and and his staff have built here and where if guys come here and work and are about the right things they can get better and we want players who have a hunger for that and we have an opportunity for us to see if that works out. Emmanuel's got a lot of work ahead of him, as all of our players do, and we're excited for uh, to see what he can bring to us, and I know he's been excited about the opportunity as well.
2: How hard is it to say goodbye to a player like Derek Favors, who's been so important to this franchise for so long?
3: I think Dennis uh, said it best uh, when we were in Vegas and we had our, our press conference with Mike Conley and, and Boyan, he started the first five, six minutes of the press conference, thanking every single player that isn't going to be with us this year. And obviously the one with the longest tenure is Derek. It's Frankly, it's one of the hardest parts of the job, Jake. Um, it's never easy. It shouldn't ever be easy. Uh, Derek was is a great person, a great father, uh, a great player, has high character, and... Uh, you know, I, I'm happy that it worked out to be able to get him to a place uh, where he wanted to uh, continue his career. Uh, he was able to help the Jazz and us being able to consummate a trade, and he has a starting position waiting for him. But certainly to answer your questions, one of the harder things to do on the job, and that goes for Ricky and, and Tabo and Epe and, and everybody else that has contributed here to, you know, successful years here over the last two or
0: three. do you feel Justin that the jazz now are in a position where they have the talent necessary to contend for a championship?
3: I think look as you saw with with the NBA summer, um, a lot of our competitors have made outstanding acquisitions and I think we've we're there to compete. Gordon. So to get into predictions, all I know is that I think we've got a very good group of players with an outstanding coach, outstanding resources, and a great health performance group that the character of the group, as they get to know each other, the the work that they put in will allow us to compete. And that's all you can ask for. I think wherever the chips land, as far as wins and losses or things that we can't predict, uh, whether that's trades, injuries, things that happen during the season, but we feel good about coming in to compete and giving these guys a chance to gel and see what they've got.
2: Speaking of that outstanding coach, how excited is Coach Snyder to get going with these guys?
3: Well, I'm sure you guys will hear from him soon, but uh, Quinn was an integral part of the entire process as he always is, whether it's with the draft, free agency, or trade, the way we acquire players. Um, and I think that it's a shared vision from Dennis and Quinn. And again, you know, the Miller's giving us the resources to be active that way to execute this. But I think he's excited. And, you know, he has been excited the last couple of years too, but certainly the, the way the roster looks is much different this year. And uh, I know he and his, his staff are working extremely hard to, Figure out the best way to play and, and maximize the talents of these guys coming in, and and gelling that with you know our existing great players.
0: You know, Justin, I really think that there's a lot of credit to hand out here for, and obviously we don't know how this is going to work out on the floor. We'll have to wait and see how it goes, but it looks promising at this point. But you know, between what Dennis did and what you've done, and building sort of uh, the idea around the NBA that this is. This is a nice place to come play, and Quinn has had an influence on that. A lot of the players mentioned him, that he was a part of the reason they came here, uh, as well as, you know, the support that you've talked about with the Millers. And I mean, it just seems to be coming together in a productive way, not for just right now, but maybe on down the line.
3: I would say this, Gordon. I think that that's been the case for the last, you know, three, four, five seasons since I was immediately sold. My first year was 2013-14 uh, when we started a rebuild here and we won 25 games and the, the area is 95% full. Um, my family instantly fell in love with Salt Lake uh, and the state and its beauty, its weather, all of those things. And, and then hiring Quinn in 14-15, I think, added another piece. Frankly, the opportunities uh it really came together this summer where there were opportunities within the market where our uh, cap position was where we kind of knew about what our team was and that change was needed and certain things becoming available on the market and we were able to execute on those i think that if those opportunities had come up the previous two or three years the culture the The environment, all of those things are readily apparent to anybody that that comes here and plays or lives or works with the Jazz organization or for the Millers. So kind of a nice confluence this summer, I would say, Gordon, on us being ready for the opportunities, those opportunities being available, and then us being able to execute on them. And And that's credit to everybody.
0: And by being ready for those opportunities, I'm sure Justin, that you guys have a, a short-term plan, a long-term plan, but with salaries of players coming up and what's uh, what, what's ahead and what needs to be paid uh, in the years ahead, that you factor all that into going out and getting a Mike Conley and spending money in that direction uh, in, in between now and, and when maybe some of the other contracts get more expensive. I, I assume that you put all this all the pieces of the puzzle together
3: yes sir uh shout out to our director of basketball strategy steven schwartz who's been integral in keeping us organized in our strategic planning but yes especially in the changing environment in the nba too gordon uh, you've been here for a long time you remember when there were six seven eight year deals and the salary cap was 40% of what it was now and growing at 1 or 2% now. Salary cap's growing at 10% and contracts are much shorter. And by that nature, team building has become much shorter. So the days of guys being uh, not just one or two people players, but a team of 15 guys and 12 of those guys are there for five, six, seven years. Just contracts and opportunities and other places it becomes much shorter. So things become much more fluid and you're right we have to we do and have a plan for that on a yearly three-year basis five-year basis and trying to plan for some of the things that are unknown too so
0: george allen was right the future is now
3: (laughs) it's now and it's tomorrow and it's next year and it's the year after too
0: Well, Justin, we can't thank
2: you enough for giving us a few minutes, and I think I speak for everybody when I say we are really excited for this season to get here. Thank you so much.
3: Well, thanks for your guys' support and really appreciate it. Thanks for the time.
2: Thanks, Justin. Justin Zanuck, general manager of the Utah Jazz, with us here on the big show, and that's a fun conversation. He is a really
0: smart dude yeah, and he gets it, and he's he tells it like it is, you know, I mean, they looked at the situation, and now I'm reading between the lines here, but I think this is what he said, Jake, correct me if I'm wrong, but they they knew all this stuff that we were talking about that now is the time to strike. Now is the time to go out. The opportunity was there, and the players were there, and they they were well aware of that. Uh, i th- I think and that timing thing is pretty intriguing. it is.
2: And I think they've nailed the timing this off season. They see that opportunity and they've uh, they've put it in motion. I noticed he didn't take the bait on your if you you asked him if he was the reason that they were more aggressive.
0: Did I ask that? I think
2: you did. Did I did hear that? He gave a, he gave the right answer there. But I shame on you, sir. Just just baiting, <laughs> baiting Justin. You're saying he's been around the block a few yeah, times. i am hey? he he saw right through what you were trying to do
0: there. Well, I'll give Dennis credit in this whole thing because he was excited. Uh, I mean, he he said some awfully nice things about Justin when Justin was promoted to general manager. He did, and he said he was looking forward to seeing what kind of leadership Justin could provide as well. So, so I think uh, tip of the hat to Dennis Lindsay as well in in that circumstance. And look, if I'm if I'm the boss. I want people who are going to help me. And if you promote them, let them run. Let the horses run, man. Yeah. Let them see what they can do. And I'm sure Dennis was clued into everything as well. But it this offseason felt different. Well,
2: I think timing had a lot to do with that as well. And yeah, that, and, and that gets back to Justin what we were talking and, about before. And his personality, I, I'm sure, you know, he left his mark all over this offseason. But, you know, the timing is mm, the timing is right for the Jazz to make moves like they did with Mike Conley. And, and again, it helps his his contract plugs into their situation perfectly.
0: He wasn't going to predict that the Jazz were going to the NBA Finals. No, he didn't so, go for that one either. But uh, You tried. Well, look. I mean, look at it. Look, it was like when Locke first showed, David Locke showed, Kevin Graham and I were with him on a trip to cover something or other. And he took us over to Stanford and he showed us because he was in love with Stanford. And he took us down the hill and we got to a place where you could look over the campus. And he just said, look at it. There it is. (laughs) <laughs> what was better, that or when you took uh
2: Kevin and Ross Seiler on the Gordon Monson reality tour?
0: Uh you mean <laughs> that was probably a mistake, wasn't
2: when it? When you drove Kevin and uh and Ross around and said, see that uh that seven eleven there is where I get my got my donuts <laughs> in the morning and then uh you know, the, this is uh, the tree
0: that we walked my dog by that he liked to use. I uh. <laughs> did take him past the houses that uh, where where we lived, and and uh, yeah, yeah, it probably wasn't all that exciting for them. <laughs> did they say that? They didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> I'm sure they loved it. Shout out to Trent Nelson, the photographer for the Tribune. He was with us, too, on that trip. You took three
2: people on the Gordon Monson <laughs> reality tour. Wow. We had a good time. I know, guys. How would you like to take a drive to the neighborhood that I used to
0: live in? <laughs> you know, the way you say it makes it sound like it would uh, you know, just bore anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's the way I say it.
2: All right, we want to remind you about our <laughs> friends at Zero Res. They have the two day summer sale going on this week. Schedule now and get uh, $50 off your cleaning. Any service, save 50 bucks. Sale ends Tuesday. Minimums and restrictions apply. Schedule your cleaning with Zero Res today, 801 288 9376. Joining us now in studio from Syringa Networks He's our good friend Gabe. We just talked to the general manager of the Utah Jazz. Now, how about the general manager at Syringa?
1: Hey, how's it going? No big deal. No big deal. What's up, Gabe? Well, just uh, here hanging with you guys. Real treat to get to listen to the the Jazz GM there. That was fun. Oh, that was. They're going to win a title, aren't they? I, you know, it would be really exciting for the city to see the Jazz pick up a title, for sure. I don't Pretty know. Awesome. I don't yeah. know if
0: they will, but man, they have certainly improved themselves. That's for sure.
2: Well, it, speaking of improvement, and and we were talking about this before the show. You've uh, you've done a lot of work with the, the Miller Group as an example of a
1: company that you guys have stepped in and really helped. That's correct. Yeah, we we uh, target uh, large enterprises. Uh, like the Miller Group and other other types of entities like that when when they have, like, these large bandwidth-type requirements to move big volumes of data between offices and things like that. That's one of the, the things that we really do excel at.
2: And, uh, you know, we mentioned you're local a lot, and it's a big deal because it's local customer service and you guys are, are here to, to help, and you're not going to, you know, relay their phone calls somewhere overseas. You're going to be here and you're going to get them back on track.
1: Yeah, that's correct. That, that is a really what we find to be the really big pain point with, with customers, specifically in the Utah market. It's difficult for them to get the, the type of service that they really need in order for them to focus on what it is that they do every day uh, and not be sidetracked by their telecom services uh, not working and then not being able to get to the right people to get things up and running for them.
2: And telecom is so viable, we almost take it for granted until it's not working.
1: That's correct. It's one of those things uh, that a lot, you know, there's people that deliver these types of services, but the what makes a difference is what happens when it breaks and who's there to pick up the phone and make things work for you. All
2: right, here's the number to call, 385-420-7881. That's 385-420-7881. You can find out more info as well at uh, syringanetwork.net. That's syringanetwork.net. Gabe, thank you so much. Thank you. You. All right, we'll talk uh, more about Justin Zanuck uh, coming up on the other side, 97.5 and 1280. This- Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about the Tour of Utah podcast right there at 1280thezone.com. Podcast includes how to train for the summer of cycling and where best to see the Tour of Utah race. Uh, make sure to check it out again, 1280thezone.com. Uh, fun interview with Justin Zanuck. We'll get that up online uh, in, in podcast form at 1280thezone.com. But also want to remind you about the Big Show podcasts, all of our hours, all of our interviews. Go to your favorite podcast catcher, search The Big Show, and please subscribe. That way you won't have to look very
0: hard for Justin Zanuck interviews or right. our wonderful uh, hours. That's right. Check out In Contention, PK, and my uh, uh, podcast as well. I don't know if it's on all those. Uh, it is. It is? Yeah. Anyway.
2: Why would, yeah. why would yours be exempt? I don't know. Cause it's now, still, it would have been if you would have kept the original title.
0: You know, I was reading in the good book yesterday, and I read that passage. And I thought, totally legitimate. We're just reading the Bible, huh? Yep.
2: What do you mean totally
0: legitimate? If there it is.
2: Of, of course there it is. What does that have to do with anything?
0: <laughs> okay, we don't need to go down that road again. But uh, anyway, yeah, check us out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> in Contention, it's In called.
2: Contention, which is a great yeah. title, easily promotable. You know, you can mention it, In Contention.
0: I'm going to ask Gabe off the air if that if if he's offended by. Uh, what the you good should
2: book says. Go, go right ahead. Yeah, that's fine. It's it's Scotty's opinion that really matters.
0: But see, I I think I think, I think it was being misunderstood. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't uh, one bit. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, we just had Justin on, as we were saying, Gordon. Yeah. And uh, I, I think he, him talking about Coach Snyder being so involved. With these moves, in his opinion, and consulting, and and that sort of thing, it certainly is no surprise. Well,
0: why wouldn't you? But, I mean, you've got all these guys. You got Dennis. You got Justin. You got Quinn. You probably got you got everybody else on your staff. Why wouldn't you get together and get feedback from everybody? You know, as and it's a moving target. I get it. I asked him the question whether there were other. Possibilities for things, and he didn't obviously didn't get specific with them. But man, it's a the whole thing was shifting as it was unfolding. But you can see,
2: I I was talking to somebody. uh, I was talking to somebody today about the jazz offseason. Somebody from uh, from not into this in this market, and describing what exactly that they. They the jazz did, and you could point at the weaknesses on the jazz team last year, Mm -hmm. and you can see where the moves fit and how they they solve those weaknesses. Solve might not be the right word because nothing's ever perfect. We've never arrived, but address those weaknesses. And I'm sure Coach Snyder is saying, "I need I need spacing for Donovan Mitchell." Yeah. I need somebody who's going to stretch the floor to create space for him to operate. And if you think about it, it's pretty amazing that Donovan averaged per near 24 points last year.
0: Yeah, it was, it's, it's pretty it was manufactured. amazing. And what the Jazz were able to do offensively at all was a terrific coaching job by Quinn
2: and i you know with mike conley we we make the comparisons to when george hill first got here in the first part of that season before george got hurt you could see what he does with a point guard who you have to respect on the pick and roll mm-hmm. who they're not going to just go under every single pick and roll you can see how that uh, that creates Opportunities for other people, including Mike Conley, by the way, who Mm -hmm. I expect to to really have a great season, like we've talked about so much in the past. But you can you can see his handprint on these moves, I guess. So is it
0: like uh, uh, Quinn uh, like sending? Sending the fellas out to the grocery store, and he's he's a he's a great chef, and he is going to make that best salad in the world, but he needs certain ingredients in order to get it I'm sure to he taste helped the to way make,
2: it was. I'm sure he helped make the grocery list,
0: yes. So he makes the grocery list, and the guys go out and get it? And and uh, here's the thing, though, about that. Like, if you're making a salad, well, give me an ingredient of in your favorite salad. I don't know. You're the salad person. What are you talking about? <laughs> Bakos. Bakos. <Well, it's> a- <laughs> <laughs> Let's say, <laughs> is that what it's called, really? Yeah, the bacos. The, bacos the, the artificial bacon things bacon that certainly
2: aren't bacon, but they crunch like bacon. Okay, so you need bacos. bacos.
0: Right. You know, but you can't, and if you can't get bacos, then you get, I don't know, jalapeno. <laughs> what? <laughs> you get something. What are you talking about? I'm saying that if a certain thing wasn't available, then you got to shift and get something else. So you went from Bacos to Jalapenos? Or well, whatever. Wait, I'm, wait, I'm not who's, who's,
2: I, the, who's the Jalapeno in this scenario?
0: I don't know. Well, I mean, let's say the Jazz wanted a different shooter at first instead of Boyan Bogdanovich. They're never going to say that. But let's say there was somebody else on their wish list. Well, if
2: you believe the reports, they went for Nikola Mirotic first.
0: Okay. Well, you they can't get the, the Bacos, so they get the Jalapeno or, so or whatever So Boyan else. Bogdanovich maybe, is the Jalapeno? <laughs> Maybe you get—I don't know—shredded cheese. Uh, You know, we get something to put in there. Who's Royce O'Neill in this scenario? (laughs) Well, he was already—he was already in the cupboard, so you didn't need him. So he's like a what, like a can of olives or something? you can you you can take the analogy in any direction you want no you can't, but you you, you need the different ingredients uh-huh. to make it work, and there's maybe not just one guy who or one item ingredient that will make it good, so if you can get that guy, then go get him if you can't, then you get the next guy so so these guys are are you know because as I've said many times to you jake shift you know, when things shift, shift happens. Uh-huh. Can I
2: ask you a personal question that I've been curious about for a while now? You go to the nice restaurants occasionally, and I say, ooh, that sounds great. What'd you get? And you tell me a salad. Why – if you just want a salad, why don't you go to,
0: like, chilies or something? Why don't you go into these nice restaurants and, and ordering a salad? Well, I usually get more than just a salad. I get a salad then something else. You
2: went to some super nice restaurant in Park City the other day, a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh, man, that sounds great. What'd you get? And you're like, oh, got a salad.
0: <laughs> you know what my wife and I have been doing lately? We've been splitting meals. Oh, you're one of those now. Well, I I had never that's tried cute. that. I hadn't done that before, that's really but we cute. saw some friends do that, and so then we said, "Hey, yeah, that's a good idea. You get you get order something, and I'll order something, and then we'll split it." But you know, we went to a restaurant the other day, and we had them split a hamburger. They charged us five extra bucks, and for they that. should. But why? Because you're just cheating one it extra did? No, we. Got, I'm sorry. We only need no, one No, we got two. Yes, you we should. got two meals, and then we split them each. And they charged us extra for the extra plate. Why do you need an extra plate? Uh, well, because you're splitting it. Well, don't you
2: take your half and put it on her plate and her half and put it on your plate? Well, what we you we could have done for? that,
0: but they split it themselves. And so uh, they did it. Well, and that cost me an extra five uh, bucks. You, you gave them more work. <laughs> well, I could have
2: just cut the hamburger in half. Man, see, this is why I be I try to be as low maintenance as restaurants at restaurants as possible. Because you don't want to put anybody out. Uh, yeah, because they have a, they got a <laughs> lot of control.
0: <laughs>
2: you, you know what I mean? They what, got a lot of control. spitting
0: in your food?
2: I don't know. I'm not taking that <laughs> chance. I'm not kidding. I, I've so never you're sent- always,
0: You're always very nice to whoever is. Yeah,
2: exactly. I've never sent anything back in my life. They can give me the complete wrong <laughs> meal, and I'm eating it. You're
0: just not going to deal with that. Uh-uh. I'm that's not going to be that that's guy. That's probably wise advice. Because if you make a fuss and say, this soup isn't warm, and you send it back, well, who knows what uh, the what, What's coming uh, the back out. Is. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> Exactly my point. <laughs> okay, you believe what this bozo on table four wanted? He wants me to split both meals. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Well, I am doing that, but I'm gonna get a little something extra for
0: the effort. Oh, oh now you're making me sick. What? Because I don't know these what are I, I think about that's one of the things. Isn't that one of the, when you go up to the Pearly Gates and you, you know Saint Peter is there that's where you end up i don't know but if you say that are you gonna what's the first i've heard people say the first question they're going to ask is what's the grossest thing i ever ate
2: that's not the first thing i'm gonna ask
0: (laughs) that's the first thing you're going with i don't know pick whatever i don't want to know why would you want to know well by then it would probably wouldn't matter would it You'd still know. It'd be gross, wouldn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't want to know. Think about it. We've probably all eaten really gross stuff. All right, On I note. ate. I, I told you, I ate a freaking dog, uh, jer- uh, 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 th- what do you call that? You ate dog? Like beef jerky. It was a dog. It was a- Made out of dog? <laughs> it was made for a dog. And it was in the cupboard, and I just saw that it was beef jerky. But it was like puppy jerky. That's uh, on you. I know, and I, oh man, you I don't eat. know
2: where you don't know where your family keeps the dog
0: treats. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it looked a lot like human beef jerky, not not dog beef jerky. <laughs> it tasted like dog beef jerky, though.
2: Yeah, but I guess what I'm getting at was it in the spot in the kitchen where the jerky is located, or was it in the spot in the kitchen where the dog
1: treats it was is located? It was
0: in the human cupboard. Mm. It had no business being in there. I see. Well, maybe if you're a little more familiar with the human cupboard. You ever eat Alpo? I wonder what that tasted like.
2: More next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Happy Monday to everybody out there. Thank you very much for making us a part of it.
0: Oh, man. Everybody my age used to slow dance to this song back in the day. Till the end. When it picks up a little bit, it right? It does pick up, yeah. It was a great song. Hey, Jake, can I uh, beg out of you to tell the story you just told us I don't want to tell that oh, you story. Can tell, you
2: can tell I wouldn't it. have told you that story if I had known that you it, were going to just turn around and make me tell
0: it on the you air. You did not say anything that all of our listeners aren't thinking. I, I know, but that's thing not that the point. It, the only thing that made it embarrassing was the fact that a certain person was listening to the conversation, which is fine. You didn't know that. Yeah. Shit. Oh, come on. Just tell it.
2: All right, I've got I got this buddy from college, right, who um, who works for a big company and they do corporate sponsorships and he works in corporate sponsorships in specific to sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's he's dialed into the the community or whatever. And so he invites me to this chat that they've got going on a running chat with uh, like 100 people, but that all have to do with the NBA in various capacities, right? And so, Are I, all of them local here, or are they no, all over No, in fact, the place? I don't think any of them are local so here. So they were all across the country. Yeah, they're all over the place. And he, he's based out of uh, L.A., so okay. it, it's from everywhere. Mm-hmm. So people are, are saying, you know, welcome to the chat, all this stuff, and they start asking me questions about the jazz. And uh, so I laid out my opinion. They said, oh, how do you think the, the jazz are going to be this year? Are they overvalued, undervalued, or whatever? And I said, oh, I, they solved all their problems uh, that they had last year. I didn't think I said I solved all of them, but they addressed their problems. They got a a lot more shooting, and Mike Conley is a huge upgrade at point guard. And then, you you know, one of the members of the chat uh, goes on. He says, Jake, just letting you know that Ricky Rubio's manager is on here. (laughs) So I'm on this stupid chat for 10 minutes, and I've already stuck my foot right into my mouth.
0: Everybody knows that's true.
2: Oh, by the way, a huge upgrade at point guard. <laughs> you no, probably, you don't say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt like such an idiot.
0: Why? Uh, For just, telling
2: the truth? I was just sharing my opinion, right. But yeah. I don't know why. I'm not allowed to hurt anybody's feelings. It's just
0: fun NBA chats. we to talk about what's going on. Even Ricky's manager has to realize that that's the truth.
2: Uh, yeah, but it, does he need some bozo saying it to a hundred other people on this chat? Is that really necessary? Uh, all right. Well, they asked. They asked you, so you told them. Yeah. You know, I just I really should have probably looked into exactly
0: who was yeah, on that so, thing. When you tell the truth, it pays off in the long run. Just ask Does Gabe. It? Yeah. Does it? Gabe will tell okay. you. He's uh, a man who tells the truth. Gabe is with us from
2: Syringa Networks, and, and that's right. Telling the truth. It's a big deal helping
1: folks. Yeah, that that that's correct. That's that's what we do best. We provide a local telecommunication solution for business clients in uh, state of Utah. In this case, I wish that my telecommunication did not work. <laughs> I, I, I we, wish that it was broken. We could troubleshoot it for you right now. <laughs> uh,
2: no, but you guys are, are helping businesses, and and I don't know if we've hit on this enough today. Like in, in your industry, it's a it's a big thing where these big Monster companies are acquiring other companies, and and things change a lot. And you guys are here, and you're here to stay, and and you're not going to uh, sacrifice customer service.
1: That's correct. Customer service is a big part of what we do, and uh, that's what really has kind of gone by the wayside as these acquisitions have occurred. Uh, these these companies aren't just aren't paying attention to their client base. The so the really the way they should be. And so for us, that that really is what we have a high degree of focus on. You you were telling. Telling us that, that some some of these companies,
2: uh, when their their uh, telecommunications gets acquired, they don't even know who to call or where to call or or what website to go to. They don't know any of that stuff.
1: That's correct. Yeah, so in in some cases uh, you 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 call the 800 number and uh, it directs you to some other place, and that directs you to some other place. So you you, you start really ch- trying to chase things around and really begin to troubleshoot the the telecom company.
2: Here's the number to call, 385-420-7881, 385-420-7881. You can also get more information at syringanetwork.net. That's syringanetwork.net. And, Gabe, listen, we can't thank you enough for coming in here today. It's 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 been fun hanging out with you, and it's you guys do do great work, and you're going to help a lot of our listeners. We appreciate you.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thank you all for your time.
2: All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.